Welcome back to the Replatform Podcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. It's just uh, me, James Gerd, today. Uh, Paul, my co-host, it's his birthday. He's off apparently crashing jet skis, which is quite entertaining. Um, so today's topic, let me just give a bit of introduction, then I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you to our guest, is using AI-driven campaign automation to boost e-commerce profits. Um, investment in marketing automation tools has been increasing over the years. I think some data have seen nine out of 10 marketers are using more than one form of marketing automation. According to Marketo, Marketo never know how to say that, 76% of companies that implement marketing automation get a return on investment in the first year. So there's a lot of reasons why people are doing it. And there's lots of different technology out there. So we're focusing on one area of it today, which is related to, to re-platform and technology selection, but it's um, marketing campaigns and paid media. The key challenge of scale of paid media for e-commerce is profitable growth. So ROAS is an established metric, but increasingly people are moving to profit-based analysis for customer acquisition, customer retention, and thinking about how to scale uh, sustainably rather than just spending loads of money and realizing that they can't continue. And not all companies have the skills and resources to do this themselves internally, to, to set up or use the tools directly, um, and that shift to profit-based optimization often leads people to look at third-party um, partners alongside um, their internal resources. So today I'm talking to Nick, who's co-founder and CEO of Newt, an AI tool that helps people to make better decisions. So welcome to the podcast, Nick. How are you doing? Hi, James. Thank you. Thank you for the intro. I'm very well. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm looking forward to this because, yeah, digital marketing and marketing automation is a stronger skill set for Paul than it is for mine. I understand it strategically, but I'm not in the detail. So I think there'll be some, I think this will be a really useful podcast for those people who aren't experts in this area and are trying to grapple with what they do and how they do it and what tools can do for them, basically. So before I ask you the usual suite of annoying questions, could you give people, just give us your elevator pitch, your 60 seconds on, like, what is Newt and, and you know, what do you do? Great. So first, let me introduce myself fully. My name is Nick Huber. I am the co-founder and CEO of Nooped. So uh, Nooped is a uh, relatively new business with a very mature product. Uh, the product came out of a large retailer out in Germany where they were facing the various, the various pains and, 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 and hurts that um, uh, most merchants are facing today, as you described, James, in the intro. And uh, they developed uh, a, a tool effectively that is uh, an optimization, strategic optimization and automation tool for, for e-commerce, particularly for your uh, marketing efforts and ad spend. And so what we do, what we, we hope to achieve is bring literally uh, um, top tier capabilities, you know, of, of the large companies that can afford data science teams to actually do all this analysis for them to mid tier merchants. That's what we're trying to do. Fantastic. Thanks very much. So are you ready for some questions? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I think the first one is like, right, what what need does Noop satisfy? Like, what are the issues e-commerce teams face where you've built a, a solution to tackle it? Right. Um, so what we, we have felt is that basically um, commercial, if I may say so, commercial common sense has become quite difficult to implement, right? There, there is so much there's a lot of black box approach happening. The very nature of the of the paid search algorithms are so black box that really, how do you implement simple common sense practices for your uh, uh, e-commerce? Right. So 
the the big players have the capability to hire data analysts and data science teams that can dig down to the product level and understand the profitability of every single product, maybe to the channel, maybe to every everything they do. They can actually analyze that, right? But mid-tier sellers don't have that capability. So as we were built uh, uh, within a merchant ourselves, Nuked was developed, as I said, by a large merchant in Germany, um, we have first-hand experience of these pains. And what Nuke does is it implements best e-commerce practices for paid search Okay, that are built specifically to contribute towards a profitable growth. That's exactly what Nook does. Okay, now um, we are doing this. As I said, we built it for uh, a, a large seller in Germany, and now we're launching it as a as a, as a platform. Uh, we launched a few months ago, and we're bringing this to merchants in the UK at the mid tier. The killer app within uh, Nooped, and I'm sure we're going to go into that, is that we actually bid, we bid on profit on ad spend. We don't bid anymore on ROAS. We implement POAS, okay, fully. So that's the killer thing. Yeah, so let's talk about profit on, on ad spend. Um, you know, again, we there's a broad range of skills and knowledge base in the industry. And for some people, this would be, yep, doing that. And for others, it would be, okay, what, what is it? How is it different? So how does how does POAS differ from ROAS? And, and what is the importance for a digital marketer? Uh, actually, how you, you started that question is brilliant because we're, we're finding that uh, the maturity around uh, these terms uh, you know, actually varies, and even the terms are used in variable, in varied ways here. So, uh, let's start by something that people already know about, mostly. You know, ROAS, target ROAS. You know, your uh, return on ad spend. Now, in accounting terms or in in real terms, return actually means profit, right? But in the ways of Google and of the rest of the world, when they talk about return, actually it's a misnomer. They mean revenue. Okay, it's actually what we call today ROAS as return on ad spend is actually revenue on ad spend. Okay. Now, similarly for POS, POS has come around and, and it's been defined loosely so far, but POS usually takes um, usually takes into account just your ad spend as a cost. Okay, if I spend this much on ads, how much profit does this return me? Now, this is a, a, a starting definition of POAS. How Noop's approaches POAS is we take into consideration all costs of the merchant. So we take into consideration the cost of goods, uh, shipping costs, um, any other costs of sales such as transaction fees, anything else that you can actually allocate at the product or brand level as a cost. And then, okay, based on that, we figure out what your profit margin is before ad spend, okay? Your actual profit at the product level before ad spend. And then we allocate a percentage of that margin as your ad spend. 
Okay, so we don't anymore bid. We don't anymore uh, uh, set a revenue target. Everything we do is we calculate a number from your profit, and then we translate that to a ROAS and give that to Google to use. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I guess a key question for people listening is, what does what does your tool do for people rather than they have to do it and set it up themselves? So how much of this is automated versus like manual oversight? Exactly. So so there is Nuke has a lot of uh, a lot of tools to to connect. Right. We understand. Uh, um, I, I have to take one step back here. To actually do this, you saw how many types of costs I mentioned, right? Your cost of sales, cost of, you know, all these things. So we're talking about uh, wherever this data resides, right? It needs to be ingested into Nuke. And so we uh, have uh, an API, we follow the open API standard, whereby we can ingest data from various sources, wherever this data might exist from at the customer on the customer side. So once the connection is made with Nuked and we, we, we have a staging server, so everything, uh, a staging environment, so you, a, a customer can check that really their data is coming into Nuked and it's, everything is fine. Then the customer once at the beginning sets their policies and their costs up for either a global level or brand level category level, or even down literally to the product level. This is up to the customer. We call these uh, setup tools, our parameter setup tools for POAS. Now, once those are set, okay, the customer doesn't need to touch that ever again. POAS automatically works, starts putting, uh, uh, sending a different ROAS to Google uh, uh, Merchant so that it, it works out of the box. That's it. If a customer now wants to upload new products, has new products coming in, if they fall under these categories, everything is hunky-dory, automatically that's taken into consideration through our API. Else, if they want to intervene and change something, or it's a new category they haven't defined, they go through the process of setting up again. It's as simple as that. So it's an initial setup, and then POAS runs automatically. Um a key thing that I'd like to explore is similarities and differences with other bid management platforms. So I think people are used to the terminology bid management. Uh, like, get let's take a use case. Something that that, that um, paid media teams are often obsessed about is minimizing their their bids um, to maximize their profit, depending on what's happening out there, because it's such a dynamic landscape. Like suddenly competitors go quiet and stop aggressively bidding and therefore you'll need to, to put such um, yeah, um, high cost per click strong. So how, how do you work in that context? Because obviously you're doing lots of smart automation. Things. How can it respond to changes in the, the, um, like the, the auctions? Uh, it, it, a great, great question, right. Um, let's, if, if, if you're taking Nooped, uh, Nooped as a, POAS driver, that's absolutely fine with your existing products. Let's say, let's say you don't have the capability of knowing your competitor pricing, okay? You're just selling in a void, okay? At least POAS automatically, as, create, as, as is within Loop, automatically runs in the background and at least you are always profitable on your ad spend. Now, Loop also uh, 
can ingest uh, third-party, say, competitive pricing data, you know, from other products like, uh, I don't know, Black Curve, uh, Pricing, or, or any such pricing tool, right? We can connect to anything like that. And you can actually bring that into Noops. And this is where we have a very strict, um, a, very, a, a very specific way of doing things. What we do is we balance your profitability with your uh, with your reach. Okay, so if you find with if you find that a competitor has dropped their price, we're now looking at the race to the bottom. Okay, what what do we do? How do you react to that? Okay, now. As I said, we ingest all this data within Nuked. In a single place, you can see your actual commercial position. You can see what your stock levels are. You can see, this is within Nuked. You can see your stock levels. You can see your past sales. You can see your current margins for this product. You can see the competitor pricing, the current pricing, and with who is this competitor, right? So, to make that decision of how do I react to this price change, you need all this information in hand. And through Nuked, you've got this in what we call our cockpit, where you can make your strategic decisions. Once you know this, once you have decided, okay, I have a lot of stock, there is nothing I can do. If this person is selling at such a lower price than me, I, I have to follow them. Otherwise, I will never clear my stock. So you might choose to follow them. So you go down in price. The moment you do that, okay, Nuked automatically recalculates your bid, okay, because your margin is now smaller. Yeah. Your margin is now smaller, based on all this based on rules that the, the, uh, the merchant sets, right, within Google. So it can be automated, right? You want to match this competitor? Fine. Since you match them, automatically your POAS is uh, uh, your POAS recalculates a new ROAS, which it sends to Google. So even with moving your prices downwards because of downwards pressures, you remain profitable. And we do this in real time. So there is never a possibility of a discrepancy between what price you're advertising at and what price is on your site, for example, right? Um, so, yeah, that, does that hopefully that answers your question, right? Does that give you an indication? Yeah, I, I think the yeah the the, the point about uh, you, you integrate with other third party data sources, like whether you're using a pricing or whoever it is for for, for pricing strategies. Um, that's obviously the benefit of the plugging in multiple sources so you have a wider set of data points right. that the, the underlying algorithm can make a decision on. And then, and then, so if I understood this correctly, then, then um, which is what business people worry about the most, is you then have an underlying set of, of criteria that say, we never go past this threshold. Exactly. So the, the, the merchant sets some rules in advance. I, guess I said, you know, the setup. At the setup, you say, what is the margin you want to be selling these products at? Now, you can automate this and you can create rules and automations within uh, Nuked that allow you to react to, pr to, uh, um, to price changes from the market automatically as long as you remain within that range of profitability. Does that, okay, so... 
Uh, one thing we haven't discussed is the rare scenario, but we have seen it, the rare scenario where you look out into the market and there is no visible competition. So it's rare, but it might be that someone doesn't have stock. There is no stock in the market left and you've got stock. You can set a rule within Nooped to maximize your price to your RRP by your, you know, if you've got a supplier or something to where your policies are, maximize your price. And what happens by increasing your price, your margin increases. And since your margin increases automatically because of POAS, your ad spend increases, right? We give a bigger amount of money to Google to advertise. It's a win-win, okay? You sell more profitably and you increase your reach. And you can do that automatically within Note. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the questions we talked about um, before we started the podcast was that people are obviously worried these days about sharing too much information with uh, the the behemoths like Google, and for very sound reasons, given that Google's <laughs> there to maximise its own revenue and and uh, profitability. So, what what are the checks and balances that stop sensitive oh. commercial data being pushed pushed down for Google to make its own campaign decisions? I mean, honestly, we we, we have been worried about this for for some time, right? Uh, and the especially the where this came from, don't, don't forget that this came from, uh, uh, Nooped was developed with, by a merchant. They were seriously concerned about that. So actually, Nooped doesn't give any further information to Google. What do I mean by that? We have seen uh, ways for people to calculate POAS and work with POAS mostly in the basic definition of POAS of just your ad spend as a cost, okay? Um, that requires that you use, you know, custom fields in, in, your, in your merchant or maybe it, the new tools that Google is slowly starting to introduce to get people to put their, fund, your, their costs in to Google Um, you know, and do all that. Now, we don't work with any of that, okay? We don't do any of that. What we do is uh, the merchant has full control of their data within Nooped, okay? We don't even have access to it. It's obviously the customer's data. They set their parameters, okay? And all they send from Nooped to their Google merchant is purely just a new ROAS. That's it. Not anymore, not your profit margins, not your costs, nothing. All that stays with the merchant. Okay? So we we are really, really concerned about the direction of potentially, you know, really giving all this information to the behemoths, as you call them. Yeah, exactly. Too much data in in the hands of people who are already using data for their own benefit. It's not a good thing. Um, actually, one thing, one thing that we we uh, came up, we we joke with some customers, and they don't believe us really when uh, when they look at uh, how much profit they have to sacrifice to Google or something, and we tell them, "Oh, you're actually working for Google." 
And they laugh for a minute until they understand it. They're like, oh my God, <laughs> we're giving so much to them. And that's why they're so concerned. So yeah, it's it's a it's a thing that we've been seeing. And one area I'd really like to probe on, it's something that you that you put on your website about automatically generating long tail campaigns across multiple mm-hmm, channels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And long tail is an area, an area that, that 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 digital marketing teams really keen on to, to extend reach, um, to drive you know, more people down into higher converting areas of the funnel, et cetera. I'd love to pull apart that 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 statement. How how do you automatically generate rather than having to manually identify the opportunity? Well, a, a great question. So so first Nupt consolidates all your product data in one place. Okay. The more you can add there, the better. So it consolidates all this product data. So your product data is in one place. Okay, now that means that you also have in there things like uh, categorization or sort descriptions, you know, all everything related to a specific product is there. Right. From then on, within Nupt, there are tools where you can select from a, a menu, say, campaign types. You can do, for example, uh, brand and category or uh, brand and product group or something, right? You can something like that. Based on this, Nupt then selects all the data, all the relevant data, and combines it and outputs this into a CSV file. Now, this file effectively contains what what you could call uh, the dynamic parts of your campaign, right? The things that you, you that have to do with the products that specifically you want to sell. So, it has things like the headlines, keywords, links, you know, what have you is in that file. Now, all the marketer then has to do from this is they import this file into their Google Ads editor. They combine it with responsive ads. Okay, say the static part, if you want, um, a quasi, and then they can upload it into their Google Ads account, and that's it. Now, you can imagine how powerful this is, right? Because it's literally a few clicks, and you, you have what you need. Okay, so you're using the existing functionality to, to generate the ad content, but, but pushing the data in to, to, to give it the areas to focus on. Exactly. Okay. Exactly that. And uh, you said about you know, this technology came out of a, a big German client. Is this something that, that they were already using um, yeah. and have got results? Because I'd love you to talk through like what what sort of impact did uh, has have um, you know retailers experienced from turning on long tail? Uh, right. So so what they they what they have seen is that basically overall by using all the the smart tools of Nuts. The, you, you see how these things are now all coming together uh, to make the most profitable growth, to, to drive the most profitable growth you can for a merchant, right? As cheap as chips, you know, long tail campaigns, if they convert, great, you made so much profit because they cost virtually nothing, then your ad spend is uh, uh, is optimized for profit, all these things. So our uh, uh, primarily, our, for example, your, your our case study, right, is, is uh, for example, let's, let's talk about this German seller. They implemented all the tools of Nuked, including Longtail and uh, POAS. 
with they already had a target ROAS of 10. Okay, so that's not to be sniffed at. That's not a, a bad ROAS, right, at all. Um, and even then, they saw that, uh, especially for Google Shopping campaigns, they saw that they spent for more or less the same conversions and, and revenue, they spent two-thirds of the Google uh, budget they had the year before. They actually saved over 30%. And, and, and that was a, quite an eye-opener. And then at the same time, they also saw growth because of all the other smart things they were doing, which was, for example, the cheap long-tailed campaigns and things like that. So it's, it's, a, it's a tool that helps you optimize your, your spend to where you, what you actually want to achieve, if you want to achieve growth or if you want to achieve profit or a combination. And it does that by the best practices for paid search. And the other, the other element that we were talking about is, is cross-channel. So we focus a lot on the fact that this is primarily for, it's Google and it's paid search and it's about trying to improve profitability um, rather than just revenue. But how, how, does, how can it support cross-channel? Um, I guess there'll be people listening who are, uh, are new to the whole, point, whole element of like cross-channel marketing and tying up um, you know, metrics and analysis across it. So how can it help in that context? There, there, uh, I, there are two, probably two parts to your question. First is, for example, I, I can use the best examples to actually talk about email campaigns, okay, in this scenario. So, for example, within Noobs, if you've got uh, some customers who uh, who are in Brighton, and we're, we are based in Brighton, we're a Brighton-based company, um, and usually Brighton is quite sunny, or some of our team is actually in Cambridge, so Cambridge is usually overcast, as they like to joke. Now, if you've got in your stock, if you've got sandals, red sandals and wellies, Okay, you can uh, ingest geolocation data of your of your customers and then fire an e out an email campaign for the places that are sunny today, i.e. Brighton, send um, my my overstock, you know, obviously, send an email campaign to clear off my overstock of sandals. Okay, so you send a campaign to the customers that are in Brighton. And then you send a, a separate campaign to the customers in Cambridge for wellies, which you might have overstock of. So by running a rule, effectively running a, 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 running a filter in, Google, in, in Noobs to say, what products do I have overstock? These products, are these sandals? Yeah, there are sandals, fine. Ship, send the, the sandals off to the customers in the sunny places and the wellies to the customers in the overcast places you can actually leverage product data, your overstock, cross-channel, okay, by email. Now, you asked also, what does this do for, uh, say, metrics or something like that? Now, within Noopt, you can also set whether a product is discountable. And what we mean by that is whether if that uh, a product, if that product can actually be discounted by a voucher, so can that product actually be included in a campaign 
that has a voucher. If that is the if that is the case, say your sandals, you had said as yes, they can be discountable. Okay, they can afford the voucher of some percentage, right? Then when you send the mail shot to the to Brighton, it also comes with a voucher automatically that says use this code for five percent discount. While the Wellies mail shot doesn't include that voucher because the Wellies were not discountable. So it gives you also that flexibility. And what I guess how's that tied up with the core thing of the so the cross channel bit? I mean that's email marketing, but a lot of people will do that in their ECRM anyway. So what is the, how would you link that up through the tool to to, to do the cross channel piece? So uh, does that then enable the automation? Uh, I'm assuming of firing out campaigns from a paid search point of view to a lot. Yeah. Of yes. So it's uh, it's it's exactly the same for other social media. You would do you would do exactly the same because uh, don't forget where we come from. Um, uh, we're very product data driven. So once you know you drive all this from the perspective of. Say a good, the best example I can give is overstock. Do I have overstock of a specific product? What parameters will make this sell? Okay, geolocation is one. From then on, the actual channel, whether I do this through a mail shot or through social media geolocation, say through Facebook or something, it's the same approach, right? It's just the email was the simplest example. And do... Um, question kind of related to this data point and metrics is we were talking about as well, obviously what scenario-based modeling is really important where I want to do X, what impact will it have on my performance, my return on ad spend, my profit? So can you talk talk people through like, A, what is the importance of doing this? And B, how, how do you help solve the problem? So say, for example, I'm intending to run a promotion but I want to make sure that that I've got campaign control, so that promotion doesn't suddenly blow my 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 like profit margins that I'm targeting. Okay, so so if if you're using POAS, okay, this completely derisks uh, your in this example your Google Shopping campaigns. Okay, because it always gives you that. Uh, that ne- uh, that safety net of profit margin, okay. So with that with that in hand, okay, knowing that you can actually then decide exactly how much how much of that profit you're willing to give, right? So you've got a marketer who's sitting there and saying, okay, how much can I if I run this campaign? How much do I think I'm going to make? Now, the conversation today is about revenue and you're scared. You're like, okay, uh, if I spend more, I might end up without any margin. So you're scared. But with POAS, that gets automatically derisked. And actually, within Noot, uh, there is a, a, an analysis tool that shows you the distribution of your products based on what ROAS they will be allocated at for the margin you want to spend. So you know in advance that you're not going to blow your budget. There's, that's not going to happen. It can't happen. If you Now, if you want that to happen, if, say, I want a loss leader product, you can override that and say, 
for this product, just go out and and, and advertise. Okay, let's 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 blow the margin. Fine, but that is knowingly now. It cannot happen unknowingly for you to sell in the red. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the important thing. Is that there are times when loss leaders are used, like around Black Friday, people use certain products as loss leaders to drive acquisition to then monetize afterwards. So having the ability to control, and I guess, that, and and you could control that at product level. Could you specific? Yeah, yeah. But, but exactly. We control it at the product level, and actually, how that the fundamental thing that we are we are trying to do is effectively reverse the black box that is Google, right? We we try, uh, uh, Nooped actually with Boas reverses to a large degree the uh, inherent biases in the Google algorithms. So uh, Google will try and spend your, your ad budget, you know, try and hit your ROAS target, okay, with the products that are most easy to convert, either because they are very competitively priced, which means you don't have any margin on them, or uh, products that are generally very popular, like, uh, I don't know, uh, antibacterial wet wipes today are flying off the shelves, right? So it will try and sell these things. So you're left with a situation, if you're going through pure ROAS, today's way of doing things, where when you group products together because you want, you know, your popular products to really uh, uh, maximize that ROAS and try and hit that ROAS, Right. What you're left with is that your unprofitable, sorry, your unpopular products remain on the shelf, and nobody wants to have unsold stock. Right. What's the point? One is that, and the other thing is, Google will automatically promote low-margin products or, or effectively competitively priced products that are low-margin. Okay, with POAS you actually reverse both these biases because you can choose for your unpopular products to spend more of your margin. Hence, they become more popular in Google's eyes. Google will get more money if it converts them. Okay, so it promotes them. And in your less popular, pro- in your in, when we talk about profitability, you may choose to promote your profitable products much more than your unprofitable products. And uh, I guess a related question to all of this, bring it back into more into the like technology um, uh, uh, space, is where 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 does this um, a platform like Noot fit into replatform projects, and how have you worked with clients who are like maybe migrating to a new technology um, and are uh, uh, so evaluating the digital marketing element of that migration process? Great. Actually, that's that's how we met when all those months ago, wasn't it? When when we first started talking, um, it's uh, the best way to 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 answer that is because Noot uh, is a a, a, re, a starting point for your profitability on ad spend, right? So it's what if you once you start using Noot, you get that real understanding of the profit of your ad spend. And it's it's good to do that, to have that baseline when you're actually making a change, when you're doing something new. One is that. And secondly, because of the, the need 
of connecting, uh, with, of actually ingesting data from various parts of your platform. It could be your uh, CMS, it could be your ERP system, it could be, as I said, um, your uh, competitive uh, software that you're using. All this, if you're replatforming, that's the best way to talk to us so we can create the connectors for your new uh, for your new databases, your new technologies, whatever, what have you, and fit in right as you're launching. So, yeah, that that I think that's the best time actually to to be talking to us. And uh, have you got, got any projects where you've been doing this, or do more of are more of your projects based on digital marketers wanting to to improve automation, or is it a mix? Uh, we we are actually now, uh, um, and, and I can't divulge who it is, but we are we are actually now working with a, a large company that is uh, in the process of replatforming, and they understand that that connecting all those dots, okay, to get those actionable insights, the strategic actionable insights from all these new tools they're bringing together and all, you know, all, all the software where the data resides, um, they think that Nooped would be a great solution to that. They, they, can, they see that they've got their front end of what they're selling and they know what they're doing in the back end replatforming. And actually, they, they've used these exact words, you might be the missing link. Okay, so that's great for us. Yeah, that can be taken to be good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends, right? You've always wanted um, to be the missing link, yeah? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and one thing that they were really interested in was that uh, Nuke has uh, built in uh, core, web, core, core Web Vitals analytics for any for our for our customers' uh, landing pages. So you could you could see it quite end-to-end. You know, since they're using their front-end system, they can use Nook to say how well that is that is uh, performing and everything else that's happening in the background of, you know, what you're promoting and how you're spending is calculated by Nook as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's why we're in, we're in talks with them. Interesting. So that's a bit of a tease. You're not able to disclose, but I understand that. I have that question. <laughs> um Cool. Look, Nick, that's the questions I want to ask. That. I mean, that, that's been really interesting. I know that uh, that you know this industry is so full of of different levels of skill, and I think those who are uh, new to this or uh, on the beginning to the middle of their journey in terms of of improving decision making around automation, I think this would have been useful for them. Um, so, I appreciate you taking the time to have a chat. Thank you, thank you, James. Thank you for the opportunity to to come here and speak to you. And it's always a pleasure to speak to you. So. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, you're welcome. It's been fun. And thanks to everyone who listened in. As always, keep an ear open for the next episode. And do let us know of any topics uh, you'd like us to cover. And Nick, if, if anyone wants to, to probe further, uh, you know, if, they, if they're, they're trying to find out, like, what, how they would properly use um, marketing automation to solve certain problems, or they've got specific questions around Perfect, yeah. how they can, they can um, uh, you know, better use things like uh, POAS rather than ROAS. Like how do they reach out? So, so I've uh, uh, please, you know, drop us a line at hello at noops.com. Uh, also, I, uh, I I am posting on LinkedIn a lot uh, under Nicholas Huber. You can find me about things like this. Um, we also have a blog, obviously, on uh, on our website noops.com, where 
Um, we are discussing, obviously, POAS and, and, you know, where POAS sits and some things about core web vitals and best e-commerce practices, right? Uh, so there are multiple ways of engaging with us. And, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Cool. Wonderful. Um, all right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Great. For more information on this topic, head over to replatform.fm for our audio podcasts. To discuss a project, or if you'd like to chat about any of the topics covered in this episode in more detail, please reach out to myself, James Gerd, or my co-host, Paul Rogers, via LinkedIn and Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and keep your ears peeled for the next episode.